This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments with my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shout First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. All right, today we're going to be finally talking about Fellowship of the Ring, the first chapter in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Do, 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 do. Dun, 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on the ring. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Putting on the ring. No, Mr. Frodo. Alright. So before we get started, just Spoilers. We all love this movie, so I don't even know if I'm gonna be hard. I'm gonna try to press for negative things. Because I know we're just gonna be blowing this movie the whole time. <laughs> but just there's not enough L. And I'm not going to explain. I'm going to do my best not to go through the whole movie because we all know how it is. But let's go into it. First of all, did you gentlemen read this book before it came out? Yes. A couple of times. Mm-hmm. A couple of a times. A few times. Okay. And the Similarian a few times. I haven't <laughs> I haven't read the Similarian because I heard that thing is just... It's just work. It's homework. It's a reference book. It's I've tried, like... Three different occasions. Oh, uh, you guys are missing out. No, I've literally been on an airplane. That's all I had to read. And I'd, I was like David Putty. I just stared at the seat in front of me instead of reading it. It was so bad. You weren't you weren't talking to the vegetable lasagna over there? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, so for me, I had read The Hobbit a bunch, and I had tried to read this, and every single time I could not get like seven chapters in. It was so boring for me. The, all the Hobbit stuff. And I, the movie was coming out. I'm like, oh, I gotta read this, and I didn't. I didn't. They don't even think they left the Shire. Like, I think they got to. Bilbo was on the run. He meets up with Merry and Pippin at that special hideaway Sorry. house they made for him or whatever. And then, the once I saw the movie, I was like, I forced myself to keep reading, and I stopped like a chapter too soon. Once like, once they go to um, the prancing pony and they meet Strider or Aragorn. It just takes off from there. And then from that point, I read all three like in a couple weeks, and I was done with it. But, ah, oh, man, it was so hard for me to get it. Everyone said it's so good, and I tried, and I just couldn't do it until I saw it, and then it was awesome. It's the one of the pillars of modern fantasy, anyways. Yeah, definitely. Um, it just starts out slow. <laughs> and I've re- tried to reread it since, and it's hard. That I almost skip the first few chapters every time. I'll, I'll be honest. The last time I went through, I uh, I definitely skipped through the Frodo part of the two towers. Whoa, oh, not even Shilo? Not even Shilops? Shilo? All right. You're, yes, no, Christopher, I, I was, you're but, no Christopher Lee, my friend. But uh, in, in Jeff's uh, line of thought here, I was extremely excited to see this movie. So that was, yeah, my next question was yeah. how excited for you guys. I mean, we were all st- working at that job at the time. I remember some hype. It, it definitely delivered. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, it, Alex? 
I liked it. <laughs> All right. Scott, would you like to add more to Alex's comments? Uh, one of the few movies that, that truly delivered for me anyway, where I was extremely excited and I, I walked out of the theater kind of blown away. Yeah, I agree. And that was one of the last times I didn't watch a trailer. Like, I tried to avoid it. And I wasn't super psyched. Like I said, like, I love The Hobbit. And I read that, like, three or four times before Lord of the Rings came out. And every time I tried to read Lord of the Rings, I couldn't. So while I was excited, I was not as hyped as I think most people were who had read the book. Because I couldn't get through it. So I'm like, is this going to be a really long movie about little people (laughs) just (laughs) casually walking away as old man Gandalf tells them to go away? Yeah, I, I don't remember if I avoided the trailers. I, I just remember that one money shot that they did with the first teaser, anyway, where they're all coming up over the hill, and each character goes one by one with a close-up. <laughs> yeah, you know, I remember that from more like Taco Bell commercials or something. Get your big gulp today. And Chiritos. Right. And I remember just just that prologue fucking awesome and then because I had read The Hobbit so many times when they do the scene of uh, Bilbo finding the ring from Gollum like just showing Gollum on the rock and like in the shadows because they didn't really show him in the first one right. but that was exactly how I pictured it when I read the book and so I was like this is going to be awesome and it's so rare that like when you read a book so rare that I read a book it's even rare that when I do read a book <laughs> <laughs> the movie matches exactly what I was thinking yeah the, I thought, there, there were, I, I remember a few people talking about various scenes where they they would say wow that's like exactly as i pictured it like right down to like uh, strider smoking his pipe in the corner or like you're talking about with golem yeah there were definitely some scenes that like i said for at least for fellowship i didn't have too much because i hadn't read most of the book yet but later on in two towers definitely and return of the king and like the intro, the stuff from The Hobbit, I was like, oh, this is so awesome. And just everything. I mean, just the slow story of how the ring's lost, the big battle. That's, that's the best best prologue ever in a movie. <laughs> yeah, Pretty much. Gotta be. I mean, not that there's very many of them, but. Yeah, most of the time I'm, I'm already kind of bored with the, the big narration at the beginning of movies. Because that means either what they're showing isn't that important or they just don't know what to do with it. You know, it's just kind of like, all right, let's just get this out of the way. But yeah, it <laughs> it was almost uh, disappointing to go back to the, the real word, as it were. To the present the times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that is, Sauron but... was wrecking shit. <laughs> and he just he got unlucky. Homeboy was... got like a, a critical strike against his hand. <laughs> yeah. That was such a cool shot. Uh, just, you see the mace go up. And you just see the mace, and then he swings down. And, and just bodies flying everywhere. Yeah. Four swing, like back, back swing, four swing, everywhere. People are just flying like crazy. Here swing, there swing, everywhere swing, swing. <laughs> I do remember, that you, now that you mentioned that the, the lucky shot, I do remember when I watched it, thinking I was a little tired of that scene. Because they show it like three or four times in the movie. Of, um... His fingers getting chopped Sildor. off. Yeah, getting his ring, the ring chopped off. I remember, like, they showed it one too many times to me. That was one thing I remember when I was watching the movie. I was like, all right, we get it. <laughs> he cut the ring off. Well, he was very lucky. I know. <laughs> he didn't. 
I'm just saying, I'm nitpicking here, trying to find things that I remember when I first watched I it. Like, I don't think the ring intended that to happen. <laughs> or to be found. Or to be found. Um, so yeah, but then you go from that awesome battle scene, and you know, then the, the being lost through time, and Bilbo finding it, and then just goes to the green of the Shire, and the Hobbits, and then it kind of, then it takes you back, and then, then I remember like going, okay, this is the part that I read, and this is where it's a little weird. <laughs> And, uh, but he visualized it so well. Like, I want to go live in Hobbit Hole. <laughs> I sure as hell do. I want a Hobbit Hole. Uh, the well, wife, the wife enjoys fine ales. I wonder she what. Doesn't, she doesn't even want me to have a round door. <laughs> I wonder what this this movie did for at least the following decade for tourism in New Zealand. I Jeez. still want to go because of <laughs> Lord of the Rings. I mean, not not even. I'm not even talking about uh, the Shire. Just you know, all like. The gorgeous countryside and everything. Like yeah. Constantly trying to You're going to see that fence made out of toothbrushes? That too. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't care. That's a real thing in New Zealand. Okay. Anyways, here's a question about the ring. The, it's I remember reading in the book that it, it gives you like abilities matching to your will, but we only see it turn people invisible. Is that because these people suck? Oh. I think I think with the hobbits, and Gollum is basically a hobbit, right? That uh, well, they're so super sneaky, right? Yeah, yeah. The whole thing was just that. was okay. just to, to to be left alone, to not be seen, to just do their thing in the Shire, not not cause any waves. What about Isildur when he was? Yeah, in he the turned invisible too. Then he got yeah. shot in the back. Yeah, no, I guess it makes people invisible in the movies. <laughs> oh, no, but Alex was asking about the books. Yeah, no, I, I was all I was all on board until he hit Isildur. I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. I don't he remember if he too. turns invisible in the books, does he? He does. He like there's he gets ambushed and he turns invisible and he starts swimming away, but he catches like a stray arrow. Yeah, that's in the movie. The ring betrayed. That's in the movie. I don't remember that happening. Oh no, yeah, you're right. It, I don't think it did happen in the book. I was wondering if maybe you would have read it in the Similarian, but I guess not. I mean, the other thing, remember the ring from the Hobbit came out first, and it was just the magic ring. I don't think. If you go back, he, didn't he say that he didn't expect it to be the same power? That's why he changes some stuff in The Hobbit? Mm. Yes. Right? Like, first, it was just a magic ring that made him invisible. And then when he made Lord of the Rings, he, when he made it the One Ring, so I don't know. But I want to say, he did go back and edit The Hobbit. So Tolkien did it before Lucas. I think we've had this discussion before. <laughs> but <laughs> You can't blame Lucas for everything. Yeah, but, I mean, I know. he didn't have Bilbo find the ring first. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Actually, in the narration, it says the ring bound Frodo or Bilbo. Mm. Bilbo Baggins. Um. And by the way, George R. R. Martin. My middle name and then George uh, Tolkien R. R. Tolkien. My middle name is R. Two. So all I need is talent, do, and I'm gonna be right there with two the R's. Guys. Yeah, you only got the one R though, Jeff. Doesn't count. Yeah. I don't have the talent either. <laughs> but but if you saying. had one or the other. <laughs> yeah. I can make up another one. The other R will be for radical. <laughs> um, so just right off the top, I want to say, what are your favorite moments from the movie? Because I said, we said the Shire. We'll go through it because I'm sure as we talk about stuff. So favorite moments. Uh, just... Working from the beginning forward, uh, first first time you meet Gandalf, 
uh, it's such a, a great yeah. performance from Ian McKellen. You know, Ganoff's this, it's really warm, and at the same time, he, he pulls out the whole wise figure. I mean, the awesome beard helps, but uh, yeah, the, like he sets off the fireworks in the back of the of his cart, and the kids are running off, and he starts laughing. Like I, would, like right off the bat, I, I, I knew that I was gonna really, really like the movie. What uh, about very old friends? That's it. And you, Alex? I like it when he when he flipped the switch, and he starts to get really fucking scary inside the hobbit hole. Don't touch me, Frodo. <laughs> no, no, that when Gandalf was like started to stretch, and the room got all dark. I'm not trying to swindle you. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. Don't take me for some conjurer of cheap tricks. tricks. Yeah, I guess. Well, it's not, I'll stick with the Shire and just the the whole party scene in general. It's like an awesome <laughs> oh, man. summer party. I want to drink their beer and smoke their pipe weed. Yeah, hell and, yeah. Uh, celebrate your 111th birthday. I know half of you half as well as I should like, and like half of you half as well as you deserve. <laughs> nice. I can never do pull that quota. <laughs> and everybody just looks confused. Yeah. Huh? Except for Gandalf, of course. He knows what the hell's going to talking about. Frodo laughs. Proud feet. Proud feet. All right. Now, next quote. I'll do as we move along. Another sip. What's your? Who's your favorite Hobbit? So, in this scene, we're introduced to Bilbo, Frodo, Sam, Merry, and Pippin. It's definitely who's your it's favorite? It's definitely not the Irish comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I like them, but so Frodo. Um, I got I got to go with the real hero of the entire trilogy and go Sam. The every man Hobbit character. Yeah, I like Samwise too. Although he does have arguably the worst line in the movie. Since we're nitpicking, All right. uh, when they they're walk they're leaving the the Shire, and Sam stops Frodo and he says. <laughs> If I take one step further, this will be the furthest I've ever like, walked from Hobbit. The furthest I've ever been from home. From home, yeah, that's a horrible line. <laughs> I think his best line is, Please don't turn me into anything unnatural. <laughs> I haven't been dropping no eaves. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't been dropping no E's. <laughs> I'll have at you, Longshanks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who my favorite Hobbit is, because... I mean, I guess it's got to be Frodo or Sam, but they're so... The last two movies are so mopey and sappy that I, I do want the Irish comedy relief. Yeah. And when they're drinking the intjism and growing taller. And well, I, Although I do think Pippin arguably has the coolest moment, but it's not in this movie. Sure. He's probably just... Okay, but this question wasn't just for this movie, but yeah, yeah. overall. Yeah. Well, what's his coolest moment? Uh, when he helps light the, the beacons. And just a rad line. When Gandalf says, it's time to, for the hobbits to show their true worth once again. You know. Basically, you know, everybody has the hobbits to thank for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about Mary stabbing the... No, Mary did good, too. Mary did good. What's, his... <laughs> What's the king's name? Uh, The Witch King of Angmar. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when he did that? That was cool. <laughs> Not the Witch King of Pomona? No. 
<laughs> the witch, the witch king of Tarzana. No. Yeah. Uh. Got to be confused. <laughs> My favorite part was when the Hobbit got lost on a desert island, and um, I never actually watched that show. I just know he was on it. Okay. Uh, um. So, so yeah. Part of it is just uh, Frodo. Is just yeah. He's got to be so mopey. Like it's just his character. <laughs> Yeah, I know, and the ring is weighing on him, and all that stuff. But yeah, just like, ugh. Yeah, no, that sucks. The last, things, yeah. yeah, maybe not the last thirty minutes, because the last thirty minutes of Return of the King is all endings. But the last thirty <laughs> minutes before they actually, it's all happy endings. Get to Mount Doom. Oh man, it's so depressing. It just goes on forever. <laughs> ugh. But, uh... Yeah, and I have to say the. No, I'm not talking about Return of the King, but when Aragorn turns and looks back at him and says, Poor Frodo, and they all run out. Ah, oh, so awesome. Gets me every time. Dude, oh. <laughs> I was jumping ahead in the movie as far as, like, getting a little choked up, you know. When you watch movies and sometimes it gets a little dusty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For a long time, it was always the, the, the Boromir scene at the end. You know, even though it's, it's super cheesy, but it's so awesome. The, the scene being Sean Bean. Yeah. I would have followed you. My brother. My captain. My king. Yeah. But but the even better line is... Uh, God, we're jumping around later. But the, the even better line right. is the, uh, the Frodo when he offers Aragorn the ring. And Aragorn is able to resist. And... Uh, you know, he tells him, I would have followed you to the very fires of Mordor. Like, that's a great scene. Mm-hmm. Yes, it and, is. Uh, yeah, that, that one gets me choked up even now. Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember. That was because of that moment when I said I still hadn't read all the books yet that I thought he was going to sacrifice himself with Frodo into the Mount, into Mount Doom. That's how I thought it was going to end. Mm-hmm. Because of that line, I thought he and Frodo was going to die. Even though the book was called Return of the King. Well, at that point, you didn't know, did you? Or, well, yeah, yeah, I think at that point. I knew the book, but I, I thought it was metaphorically he returned. You know, he was able to resist it, and he, yeah. the nobility of man, and what. Yeah. Um, but excuse me, yawning. I'm tired. Um. Okay, so to go to the Shire, you find out the ring that Bilbo's had the whole time is the One Ring, and uh, <laughs> I love to say. <laughs> I was going to say, my favorite part, or like Gandalf should have slapped Frodo Stilly, and he's like, he puts it in the fireplace, and he pulls it out, and he's like, what do you see? Nothing. And you know, Gandalf was like, ah, wait a minute, there's markings. What's wrong with you? Well, you can see, I think, I think it's from that point forward where Gandalf slowly starts to lose his patience with the hobbits. Yeah. Hobbits. Hobbits. And so this is um, he's got to have, he has to take the ring to. Uh, well, he just tells him to go to Bree, right? Yeah. Is that what it's called, or Prancing Pony? And what's the name of the city? Bree or town? It's Bree. Bree. And then Gandalf races off to go talk to Saruman. I'm doing what I said I wasn't going to do, so we're not going to do this. But all right, what's your favorite moments in like this section of the movie? Were Saruman, Prancing Pony, the introduction of Strider. Um, oh, yeah, the, the Strider the Strider intro was rad, just him in the corner. 
the uh, you're talking about before or after they get to Rivendell? Before Rivendell, yeah. So this is, I guess, up up until like so. Okay. This is Gandalf going to Sauron. The ring wraiths coming out. The and meeting at the prancing pony. Let's just go that section. Um, yeah, def- definitely Strider. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I like that. I also like the ring race. I think they look awesome. And then just running through the, the music playing and the, the screeching, the terrifying sound that they made. Yeah, the, the chase was just... actually pretty cool. Yeah. With yeah. all the horses. Yeah, I think later when, the, when, sh- when they're chasing after Arwen, I like that chase scene better, I think. But... No, that's the one I meant. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I said we're not at Rivendell yet. Oh well, they're not. At, that isn't Rivendell yet. Yeah, it is. Oh, stay out of Rivendell. <laughs> but um, so cool. And yeah, the introduction to Strider, um, slash Aragorn, and just yeah, so cool. The um, we keep saying that because it is. Uh, <laughs> the stupid was it Merry or Pippin? It was Pippin, right? There goes. I know Frodo. Frodo Baggins. <laughs> yeah. He's over there. And that's not even like the dumbest thing. That's not even the dumbest thing Pippin does in this movie. Nope. <laughs> the, uh, I, I like the little, the gag about how hobbits just eat constantly. <laughs> yeah. What about awesome. breakfast? Second breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Dinner to come in Piper's afternoon tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows about that. Hobbits? Four hobbits? I just like that scene where, yeah, just the four hobbits out of their place and everyone's so big. And if you watch behind the scenes, like some of that was practical, just dudes on stilts and stuff. Yeah, so cool. So cool. Oh, yeah, the force perspective. And yeah, that's right. Yeah. This is so awesome. That, that, that's that. something that the original trilogy, I think, really holds up because they had to do a lot of that practical stuff. You know, they, they couldn't necessarily, or they didn't want to, anyways, lean on all the CGI quite yet. Yeah. See, I, I think it's what you said. I don't think it was because they had to. I think it's just because they they were like young fans. They don't want to be like Star Wars. We'll make it real. And then Peter Jackson got lazy and old and thin. <laughs> and he's like, screw that. He got, Let's just do CGI he, he for everything. contracted leukocytis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From not eating meat. He gave me pig pussy. <laughs> uh, that, that bugs me about the Hobbit movies. But we'll, we'll not talk about those. Um... So now, okay, we'll go from there. Now they're traveling through the countryside with, with Aragorn and uh, up to when they get to Rivendell. So this might be my favorite part, scene in the movie is uh, Weathertop. Mm. I love Aragorn coming out. And this moment, single-handedly, got me back into EverQuest. <laughs> <laughs> I, had <laughs> I had quit EverQuest. I was done with it. I saw this part of the movie... And he was dual wielding. I was like, I want to play a warrior that dual wields. And I immediately <laughs> got back on my warrior, started leveling up my dual wield skill just because of that scene. Oh, that's so cool. And the music and just the visuals. And like I said, him coming through and just being a badass and fighting him off. Put it out, you fools. Put it out. That's the first uh, scene. Uh, Aragorn, or what's his face? The big. That's the first scene he shot in the movie. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, because the other dude got fired for. Well, rumors are like he looked too young, but he was also being a dick. So I I think I think I think yeah, I think it was just more a case of they weren't happy with him as Aragorn. 
Yeah. He's a little so, more weird. And he, he had like, I don't know, about two months or three months of sword training and everything. And then Vigo just comes in. Okay, here's a couple of hours of sword training now. Go fight these ring rates. <laughs> Who was the original actor? Uh, it was... Anyone? It was some kid at the time. No, 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 no. Uh, Stuart Townsend? The meteor he, man? He wasn't, no, he wasn't... <laughs> He wasn't that young, uh, but yeah, he was—he's definitely looked younger than than the Vig. Well, they made the right choice because he was awesome, yeah. and I didn't know him from anything else before that. So yeah, they, just uh, kill me, Carlito, kill me, man. Yeah, I didn't remember him from Carlito's way or cocksucker. Shit in a bag, man. <laughs> Jeez, uh, yeah, there, there's definitely some. I, I, it's hard to tell whether it's. Perfect casting, or I just can't think of the person as anything else after seeing him so many times. No, I'll say perfect casting. For, for, he was yeah, awesome. for Vig, yeah. Uh, Ian McKellen is Gandalf, for sure. Scene uh, Bean? Scene Bean was good. Uh, but I don't necessarily, you know, know that, that nobody else could have done it. John Reese davies was, was great. <laughs> Yeah, John Reese davies is perfect, I think. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you know what? Maybe it's just because we're all jaded. I think they're all perfect. <laughs> what about Lego My Ego? Just trying to be objective here. Definitely I know, I'm trying rocks, to, but I really those, can't. those contacts and the, the blonde wig, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, he walks on snow. That was for real. And what? Well, I guess he wasn't in this movie, but the, the person's career who took off the most after this was Andy Serkis. He generated a whole... Computer generated like career. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's kind of his own little industry. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's on the point where they like bring him in, not necessarily to act, but to like direct or whatever, lead the the mocap. When people have to do that stuff now. Yeah, I don't even know why they call it mocap. It should just be called circus. <laughs> or Get in the circus suit. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But it's cool when you watch the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's like he was hardcore. Like they didn't expect him to go all out like that, and he did. And yeah, good for him. That makes sense. Damn it. I like seeing him non-CGI, like his in his real face and everything. Every once in a while, when we show him, cuttlefish. <laughs> all right. So, what you guys? Do you guys? I'm assuming like that weather top scene. Any other scenes? Put it out there. Crispy bacon. Not having a care in the world. He's like, you stupid fucks. We're being chased. We're gonna get killed. <laughs> I like how, like, yeah, at this point, okay. So Frodo's always was always the smart, smartest of the four, at least to that point. And at this point, like Sam, things finally click for Sam. You can tell, and then a little, maybe for Mary, Pippin still doesn't fucking get it though. <laughs> like, he gets that they're in danger, but he still doesn't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, we're safe enough. Hey, what's this arrow doing in this guy? Yeah, I don't think Pippin gets it until 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 Moria. I don't even think he gets it there. Yeah. I'm thinking like in the middle, either when the with the ends or when yeah. he gets separated, when he touch when he pulls up the palantir in the third one. Like I think it takes him forever. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. I'll go with the the end after they drink the end jizz, as you like to call it, Jeff. <laughs> I just like was it? I think it's a third. Was it? You smoke too much, Pippin. <laughs> yeah, he sure does. 
You've already finished your barrel with the long bottom leaf. A barrel. The finest right. weed in all the Shire. All right, so Weathertop, Frodo gets stabbed. Um, only Elvis medicine can help him. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Oh. And they're in the forest looking for the king's foil or whatever, and uh, Arwen shows up. Um, Completely backlit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was a bit... I was a bit miffed that they didn't use the original elf for that was in the books for this scene, but <laughs> I was just—it's—I was just gonna say, and the nerd started raging because it wasn't the Glimminger. What was his name? I, um, oh, I forgot his name. Damn it! But yeah, it was a different guy. Pillow pants. It's understandable. Yeah, because I mean, he only shows up really in like two moments in the book. <laughs> yeah. So, man, made sense. So, yep. So Arwen puts him on her horse and takes him to Rivendell. Meanwhile, she's being chased by, I think, all of the ring race. Yeah, or at this at point. Half of them. Like, half of them are, yeah. like, join in in the middle of the, the chase. Yeah. Oh, and, and now, she... another one of my Arwen points of contentions is that she's the one that summoned the the water waves to wash away the wraiths. Eh. Who, is it in the book? Is it just the forest itself? Or oh, no, it it's, Elrond? it's no. Elrond. It's Elrond, and Gandalf's the one that makes it look like horses. Yeah, just to give him some style. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a good look into his character. So yeah, she crosses the river and she makes her lane, come and claim him, and then the, the rivers rise and take them all out. And then Frodo awakens Sir Gandalf and the whole Rivendale scene. The What is it? The Council of Aaron? What's the name of that chapter? Or the, the, the Council of... Uh... The meeting. The, it's, a, the, it's a really long chapter. It is. The they, yeah, they talk about like the moon, and there's probably poetry. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, there's songs. songs. There's a couple songs in there. Yeah. Those, those are the ones I skip now. That that, that was one of my favorite the books. Uh, lines in the movie when <laughs> when Frodo asks where, where Gandalf it was, and he says, "Oh, I'm sorry, I was delayed," and that's all he says about it. Yeah. And it's this huge flashback into what is the, the sexiest shot in the entire movie uh, where it goes up the tower and then down the tower all without cutting. Yeah, that was badass. Yeah. All practical effects, too. <laughs> so, okay. I, had to, I don't know if I told you guys this story. So, you know the scene where, well, so Gandalf catches the moth and whispers in it and she flies away and Eventually, the eagle comes. So, I, where I live, I have these big open do- in, big open doors. I don't have screen doors. And these bugs fly in my house all the time. This giant moth flew in, landed on my TV, scared the crap out of me, and flew up. And then I tried to hit it, and it flew up to the top of the super high ceilings. <laughs> and Dustin was over, and we were throwing wadded up paper towels at it. <laughs> we finally hit it. It comes to the ground. Dustin scoops it up with his hands. He goes to the window, but before he releases it, <laughs> he whispers at it. <laughs> throws it out the window. I spit take. I certainly shot beer across the room. It was hilarious. <laughs> but yes, that was a cool scene. The whole wizard's fighting. You need to find out Saruman has turned. And uh, and it's kind of all revealed in that scene, right? Or bits and pieces of it. I forget how it's all revealed, but it's it's. There's another uh, change from the book there, but I I think this one was one of the smarter ones. Where in the book he's supposed to have a robe of many colors, 
And that would have just looked ridiculous. So I'm glad that or Saruman is supposed to have a robe of many colors. He's not, he wasn't Saruman the White anymore. So I'm glad they changed that. Really, I don't remember that either. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe like when the light hit her a certain way it would shimmer with like a, like a light through a prism, but eh, still I, I think that would have been a bit much. So I'm glad they just kept them in a white yeah. robe. And since we're uh, talking about scenes they missed, nerds are yelling at us, what about Tom Bombadil? Yeah, they didn't do Tom Bombadil. Get over it. Jeebus age. That guy. It's, it's, it's very easily dismissed. Yeah, it doesn't affect anything. I think there was like one action scene, I guess, where they almost get sucked in by the trees. And then Bombadil oh, yeah. saves them, and that's it, basically. Yeah, and then they kind of added that in the two towers anyway. Right in the books, it's Old Man Willow or whatever, right? And then he swallows, the, and there, and then they kind of did Treebeard version in this in the, the movie. But yeah, the only thing is, is it in the books those barrow, the, what are the, the magical blades that the hobbits get? They get them from there, right? No, not, not Bilbo's. No, not Bilbo. Not Sting and um. Glam- no, I, yeah, Glam- I, thought, I, thought, I, thought the, I thought they still got everything from. Uh, Gladriel. Yeah, the... I, I think they got them from that. They were in the. I want to say the bear. That's been the hollows or whatever. Barrows. No, I, the barrows. Okay. I thought they got them there. I could be wrong. But yeah, definitely the Tom Bombadil. We know what happened. But yeah, get over it. Um, I don't think at this point many people are upset that <laughs> I wasn't there. Um, so they have the fellowship, and this is where you're introduced to all your other characters you're going to be watching for the next two and a half movies. We have Legolas, we have Gimli, we have um, Boromir, as you said, and we already have the rest. Those are the three that are added. And the rest. <laughs> right. And uh, they're having the guns when Gimli gets up. They talk about how they have to destroy the ring, and Gimli's like, what are we waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> he smashes his axe on it. <laughs> I like when they're all bickering, and it kind of like does the music and the fade, and you just hear the background, and you just hear Gimli... I will be dead before I see in the hands of an elf. Yeah. Never trust an elf. Never trust an elf. Oh. So good. So good. And I'll take of course, it. Of course. I mean, I like how they guilted Frodo into taking it, basically. I'll take it to Mordo. <laughs> yeah. God, I, I get what like, you guys are getting oh, at. Oh, shit. Take you see, well, you see Gandalf, like, uh fuck. Yeah, but he knew it's what it had to happen. At that point, maybe, yeah. Oh, you're still kind of hoping that it would, you know, re-resolve better than that. Well, who would have taken it? I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. When does not simply just walk into Mordor? And then the greatest meme of all yeah. time was created. <laughs> it's a gift. Kondo Con- has no king. Kondo needs no king. Needs no king. <laughs> Frodo, you are the wing baron. <laughs> <laughs> And then to go back to an old episode we did about movies that invoke their title, here you go. Oh, God, this is <laughs> this, this is the is worst line of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I you declare be known. you the fellowship <laughs> of the ring. Yes, yes, yeah. Where are we going? Uh, so Jeff, there's, you, there's you. Oh, sorry. Just back up. Uh, so you're right. Uh, at least for Pippin, I didn't look up for Mary, but. After the Barrow Downs, 
Pippin acquired a dagger of Westernese. Oh. So there you go. But it was Mary that stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, an actually human blade, not a Nelvin one. Mm. But it Still was magical. magical. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly. Mostly magical. <laughs> so now we start on our quest, and this is awesome. It's kind of fun. You get your hero shot that you were talking about earlier with the big score going on. And then the whole time, Sarah Mount's watching him with the, his eyes, the three-eyed raven, or whatever. <laughs> I still I, I, I've, seen, I've seen the, this movie, like, I don't know how many times. But when the, when the crows come, I still don't know what the fuck Legolas says. He's like, Clonglag from Dublin. <laughs> he says, I'll have, a, I'll have a tall Guinness from Dublin. Yeah. I still don't know what Legolas is saying. No. He's speaking Elvis. I guess. We're at Rivendell. We're already on the way. They're on the traveling. And um, now they have to go into Moria. They go to climb in the rocks, and Saruman's basically guiding them to Moria. Belloc. <laughs> Belloc. They get stuck outside the door. Gandalf tries to figure out what's going on. Frodo solves the riddle. Meanwhile, Merry and Pippin are skipping rocks and. Giant sea monster <laughs> yeah, comes sea up. Cthulhu. Yeah, they basically Cthulhu is living out in the lake. Yes, and uh, one of the first battles we see with the whole group together. Really, I always love watching Legolas with his arrows and the other guys. Really cool. It was definitely uh, the big money shot there with the the cave troll whipping around the chains and Legolas dodging it. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, but yes, okay. that's what you're talking yeah. about. Sorry. Yeah. Still, still the out, outdoor guy fighting. Uh, yeah. Then they get inside. They realize, or uh, Gimli still thinks it's uh, every, everything's good there, and he finds out it's it's a tomb, <laughs> and uh, everyone's dead. <laughs> red meat, right off the bone. Yes. And they call it a mine. A mine. And uh, yeah, they navigate. Then the. Uh, well, they're still not navigating through, and then Gandalf risks a little bit of light from his gemstone, and you see how awesome these giant caves that the dwarves have mined. Very cool. They talk um, about the mithril shirt. <laughs> yeah. Its worth was greater than that of the Shire. And for... No, he doesn't talk about the shirt. He talks about a set of rings. Oh, mithril ring, yeah. Yeah. That's what he's talking about, though. Yeah. And, and, Fro and Frodo's like, Got his finger in his collar going, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to come in handy in about five minutes. Yeah, it sure as hell did. Truly a kingly gift. They have a cage so they, roll. They go to, was it Balin's tomb? I forgot the name. Yeah. Is that who his name was? Yeah. And, uh,. <laughs> For, uh, Gandalf's reading the book and he's like the drums, drums, everything's bad and Pippin decides to fiddle around with the bucket of a skeleton and well no he, he he's touching the arrow that went through one of the dwarves and he breaks off the tip and then the corpse goes down but it's tied to a chain yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then the it's bucket goes down bucket. yeah fool of a joke the great scene of him just like you just keep hearing the sound and just keeps going and going and you think it's over nope goes again yes full of a toque 
Next time, throw yourself in and, and save the world of your stupidity. <laughs> spare the world of your stupidity. 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 They think they're free, and then all of a sudden they start hearing sounds and the beats. And then Those fat beats. The the swords light up. Ox. Bind the door. They got a cave troll. And then you got your whole big fight that Scott was just mentioning. So cool. Just I love it. You just got the little point of view shots, and then Gimli going in with an axe swing, and then backing out, and then you got an arrow shot from Aragorn and Legolas. And, <laughs> and then you have the sad death of the... <laughs> the troll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then because Proto's wearing has the ring, the they're always attracted to him, so they're trying to go after him, and he gets cornered, and he gets speared like a wild boar. And they all certainly gets dead. the wind knocked out of him. <laughs> yeah, he, he should have been dead regardless. Yeah, he should have squashed cracked great. ribs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever. It's magical. You don't know. It could push back force and. <laughs> He's got pushback force. Deny gravity and momentum and all that stuff. But yeah, they kill the troll. And, hey, yeah, like he's got like, like a very sad death. <laughs> Bilbo's alive, and they just now they're basically making a run for the exit. To the bridge of Katadun. <laughs> they cue, they cue all the New Zealand, the New Zealand choir. Yeah. <laughs> the Maori warriors. By the way, we did miss the one scene that it's very cool, very Tolkien-esque, like when, right before they get attacked and Frodo says that someone's following us and Gandalf says it's Bilbo and it's a pity <laughs> it's, he didn't kill him. It's Bilbo. Sorry. <laughs> King Gollum. Your, your beloved uncle's been following us this whole time. And he's, he should have killed him. He's like, no, it's not his, it's not his decision. Yeah, to it's a pity that stayed his hand. Yeah. Ah, did not be so... It's that way hasty to dispense death as justice or whatever. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, then that to the Bridge of Casa Doom. <laughs> They're running for very cool shots, just overhead shots, very like video game-esque moments. Like right after this when they cross the bridge and they all like kind of run across the bridge. Ah, so cool. Love that scene. To this day, okay, nitpicking the scene where the they're on the staircase and they have to jump across. That goes on a little bit too long. I could have I could do I'm fine, it. Fine with that one. The, the the part I so uh, the part that I that I never bought was one of the <laughs> it's unfortunate too because it's like the coolest thing was uh, when Gandalf stops to confront the Balrog. Like that okay, shot. Before we get there, uh, I thought you said they ran across the bridge. I did, but now I'm saying before. We oh, get okay. There. Gandalf hasn't crossed the bridge. Uh, one of my favorite <laughs> so just... one of my favorite little beats there in the movie though is. Uh, so the, the orcs are shooting arrows at him, and it's Legolas, and just like in my head, I'm just picturing it like Legolas and Nasa, and, and he, he pulls out the arrow and just puts it right between the eyes of the orc that just shot at him. So cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was just going to mention in that moment, where you stay with the arrow yeah. the whole way, and it hits him through the head. That was that was the one thing I wanted to go back for, because that's a very cool shot. It's a little bit better than the one in Robin Hood. <laughs> Just a tad. Just a tad. I mean, oh. that one just flies straight into a piece of a targeted wood. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, they all cross the bridge, but Gandalf basically this is where he's going to draw his line. And uh, All right, go for it, Scott. What's your complaint? There's that one shot. It lasts for, like, probably two seconds. Or Gandalf's, like, at a weird angle on the bridge. 
and the Balrog's there, and it just looks super weird. What? It, does it look like the Balrog is ten times as big as Gandalf? No, I mean, it looks like it's an actor standing in front of a green screen. I've never noticed it. Yeah, the Balrog. Most of it's fine, though. Badass. It's freaking sweet. The Balrog is amazing. You see Gandalf's light shield up for a second when he when it gets cracked. That was cool. Yeah. And for being the fan of the fantasy movie that everyone you know, the fantasy story to basically to rule all fantasy stories. Um, there's not much magic in these things, right? And so that's cool. Like he doesn't he didn't start shooting laser. You know, do Ice Comet out of his staff or whatever. <laughs> ice Comet, really? Back to Everquest. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I, as a little aside on Everquest, on Ice Comet specifically, I remember when Brian was very excited. Dude, I just leveled up and I got Ice Comet. It's the best spell a mage can have. It's amazing. It's awesome. And I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy, which is on a console, and it, it can afford, like, a lot of lavish graphics. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, cool. So there's have, like, a big old, like, huge ice comet coming in from space and smashing, you know, whoever you're targeting. He's like, no, it just looks like the level one spell. <laughs> it's true. It just does more damage. Yeah, I was dying. As we talked about, don't use it early in the battle or you're going to aggro everything. Yeah. <laughs> So then we got the you, you shall not pass scene. And he did. Breaks the bridge in half. Balrog falls down. You think everything's good. But then the Balrog, at the last second, whips up his fire whip and pulls down Gandalf. And he says, Gives him Frodo, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that when it turns into slow motion and then just like, no. And the arrows, you just see them, they're bouncing off of them. And they're like, the orcs are as good a shot as stormtroopers. That would be a great battle. <laughs> stormtroopers versus orcs. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the one person who hit one target would be ruled king. So, so totally knew it was going to happen, and it was still a gut punch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't. It's like I said, I hadn't read that. I got that far in the book, so that was. But then he was such a big character that. I... I assumed he was coming back, but then I was like, well, maybe he's like Obi-Wan Kenobi. So I didn't really know. So yeah, it was... Halfway in between it. Yeah. Because um, they told Gandalf to hold the bridge, and it was very sad, because he did. <laughs> hold the bridge! Hold the bridge! Hold the bridge! <laughs> and then everyone's lamenting Gandalf, and uh, we got one of our favorite quotes that we like to say. <laughs> Definitely. please. Legolas, get them up. You cannot reel it. No one can. Oh, we missed that. Yeah, that was the console, though, Ron. Right? Cannot reel it. No one can. No one yeah, can. Yeah, for some reason. It's a little nasally sometimes. <laughs> a little bubble in his throat. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot reel it. No one can. Gimli, Legolas, get them up. Legolas, get them up. Give him a moment for pity's sake. <laughs> yeah. You know you're being a hard ass, and even Boromir is like Jesus, well, dude. Too, I, 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 I do really like that. So you know they're they're obviously setting up Boromir to to try to grab the ring, but you do see these snippets of him be <coughs> sorry snippets of him, and you know he's the most human of all the characters, which is kind of the point because he's he's human because <laughs> he was the only human in the group, right? But no, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, fuck it, I'm fine. <laughs> 
I know what you meant, but it was just funny because none of them are humans, right? Even Aragorn's not. So, so there's like a scene earlier where, uh, before the crows come and they all have to hide, he's like sparring with the hobbits and then they like yeah. wrestle and they're laughing and, you know, he goes out of his way to protect the hobbits and stuff throughout the movie. So. Yeah, and I think this is where the extended cut makes a big difference. If you watch the original version, he just goes from as soon as. Yeah, you've never seen him do anything bad except. Or never, really. And then once they leave this, he's just pure evil from this point on. Like, they don't show him try, trying to plead to Aragorn about trying to save his people and everything. You'll see, you'll see him freaking out after meeting Galadriel. Yeah, it just goes from he just. Next time you see him, he's just brooding and he just wants to take it from Frodo. He's like, what the fuck? So that's one where. But I guess we haven't mentioned that. Do you guys. I'm assuming you guys watched the extended version? Oh, yeah. all of its glory all of its four hour glory per movie whatever it is not long <laughs> enough <laughs> and all of its Britt McKenzie from the flight of the Congords is glory <laughs> I don't get That's where you're going group. with that but still uh, we passed him he was in the uh, whatchamacallit the council of Elrond scene what? I thought we had this discussion, and he's with when Arwen goes back in the Return of the King. Yeah, he, he got brought back because the fans oh. liked him so much. Okay, but yeah, that was the first, he was just a background elf. He had no speaking role. Gotcha, Brit. But yeah, Brit, Brit. All right, so they go to the Lothlorien forest. I can't believe I remember these names. And then uh, <laughs> they meet Galadriel and Kiliborn. Killiborn, and they, they're <laughs> like, okay, you could stay here, kind of, not really, just temporarily. And Gladio pretty much mind fucks everybody there. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, she's, she's no Professor X, I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> she fucks with Frodo hardcore. Yeah, and everybody. I mean, doesn't, yeah, she, she, doesn't she touch everybody's yeah. at some point? Like, Do not be troubled. <laughs> yeah. Frodo, you yeah. are the weak Baron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. We'll post. We'll mention this later. What we're actually talking about. But if you haven't seen it, you got to see it. Um, yeah. And then she tells Frodo, or you know, blah blah blah. And Frodo offers her the ring, and she turns into a evil queen. Blah blah blah. And then, but she passes the test. She doesn't take it. She shall remain Gladriel and diminish <laughs> and go into the west. And uh, she's going to Westeros. Yeah. Not the west. And, she's going uh, to Elf. Elf. Valhalla heaven. Elf heaven. Yeah. Except she'll still live. It's kind of weird. And then this is a fantasy slash video game trope, but since it was the first one, yes. is it really a trope? It's not. When you hand out the gifts to your questers and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, everyone gets a nice little shiny dagger or rope or, or dirt. a bag of Lambus or bread. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dirt. That's Sam. right. Sam doesn't get a rope. He gets dirt, it's right, dirt. in the book. Yeah, he gets soil. And then he still gets a rope, but that's not only the gift. finest elf excrement. Yes. <laughs> well, why not? that's what it is. It's elf shit. It's Basically, fertilizer. Yeah. That... That's pretty much what it is. <laughs> All right, leave. We're sailing down the river. I don't remember the name of the river. And um, Brandywine. They... <laughs> and then they go through the big Argonauts. What are they? Argonaths. Uh, Charybdis and uh, what's her face? <laughs> Charis. Yeah. Lindis? Yeah. <laughs> Vigo, I can't sleep. 
if the if, if you guys haven't seen the uh you guys have seen the the commentary and everything right mm-hmm. one of the doubles for the elves for the hobbits oh, yeah. the little one of the little very tiny indian people was in the boat with vigo <laughs> i guess he didn't tell anybody so they were shooting film so he's trying not to make a lot of movements and just the stunt double is just going, Vigo, I can't sweep. <laughs> <laughs> and Vigo was telling the story. Oh, Yeah, it's good. He's like, hey, if we tip over, save yourself. <laughs> He's like, what are you talking about? I can't sweep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, man. Yeah, just those special effects. They just had little people, and they just put, like, for, like, faraway shots, they just had, like, a mask, like, a terrible mask over their face. Yeah. But if it's, a, like, a helicopter shot or, you know, along the... You, know, you can't tell. Um, although the worst special effect is in... Return of the King? When, when Gandalf runs off, rides off with Pippin, and he puts him on the horse. You can totally tell it's a dummy. Go back yeah. and watch that. <laughs> It's it's obvious. I don't know. It's, I'd it's, say that... it's not with Denethor falls off the side because that looks pretty terrible. When Denethor falls off the side, or when he runs off the building. No, I don't thought that was okay. I mean, he time warped from <laughs> the long bridge, and he would have burnt to a crisp. Yeah, yeah, he's running for a long time. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and Gandalf has a horse. He just stands there. So ends the life of Denethor, <laughs> son of Ecdel. He goes through the whole thing. Son of Ecdelian, son of da-da-da-da, son of this. Daenerys Stormborn. Um, yeah, and he doesn't know how to eat cherry tomatoes without making a mess. <laughs> that's another thing that's a defining character trait of that guy. Jeebus H. <laughs> Everywhere. Fucking gross. I think like you eat like my child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's when Pippin got it. He's like, oh, okay, we're in the shit. <laughs> Look at that guy just demolishing cherry tomatoes. Sing for me. <laughs> Alright, so they pull up on the bank of the river. They start they basically pull up camp. Uh they go gather firewood, Frodo's wandering away, and then Boromir, you know, basically makes a run for the ring. I would see your mind. Frodo puts the ring on, which attracts everybody. Um Boromir like falls down and knocks his head, little Benny Hill moment there. Which... <laughs> and uh Oh yeah, they don't really Frodo's having his vision. Yeah, they don't really explain, uh, but the chair is actually a magic chair, and that's why he has a vision. I guess it's kind of inferred a little bit, but it's, uh, I don't know. When I first saw it, I'm like, oh, they're making it like the ring be the thing that shows them all this stuff, but it's really the chair. Anyways. Oh, like the, the stone stuff you're talking about? Yeah, when Frodo sits on it, like falls on the chair and everything, and he has that sight, it's like a special chair that lets you see different places. I didn't, I never knew that. Yeah. See, there you go. Are you sure about that, Alex? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. At least okay. So no one knows except for Alex. So it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> um, he pulls the ring off, and he, every time he pulls the ring off, it's always an epic thud to the ground. Whoa. Yeah. Good sound design shows up. And he does the scene that Alex or Scott was mentioning earlier. Following that is my one of my other favorite scenes of the Aragorn, where he just basically salutes his sword, comes around the corner, and there's like forty orcs in front of him, and he just he goes ham, beats, them. yeah, beats <laughs> the shit out of him. Oh, there's a little uh, another towards the end. We'll get to it. There's a little like very dangerous ad lib 
that if the ad-lib didn't happen, well, it's not really an ad-lib, but it was an improvised movement, that if it didn't happen, uh, Vigo would have been stabbed in the eye. <laughs> All right. So, big orc battle. Um, Frodo and Legolas are fighting him up. And Gimli are fighting him up there. Um, the other, the Frodo is taken off. He's running away. Uh, the other two hobbits see him. They run after him. Oh yeah, they. We skipped Urukai being born out of all that jelly. Jelly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's right. So these aren't normal orcs. These are Urukai. Yeah. <laughs> the shields are broad. <laughs> They're not dark spawn. Yeah. I'm a dick. Which they never. They never really explain in the movies, but yeah, like orcs are night beings. They don't come out in the daytime, and the orc Urukai can. I don't remember the movies really talking about that much. They, they kind of say, like, by nightfall, the hills will be swarming with orcs. Swarming yeah, I guess with they orcs. Do say that. By nightfall, the hills will be swarming with orcs. <laughs> um, so they, they, the big battle happens with Urukai, and uh, the little hobbits, they see Frodo's trying to run away, and then they, so they distract the other orcs, and then Bormir comes in to save the day, at least temporarily, blowing the horn, the horn of Gondor. And, uh, and then he dies like a fucking man. Yeah. Well, it's Tree Chunks. Legolas and Aragorn hear it, so they make their way down. But before they can get down there, Leg- uh, Boromir takes, what, like four tree sized yeah, arrows Jesus from Christ. the chest? I think he's got huge hitboxes. <laughs> Pretty much, it was, a, <laughs> it was a sapling per arrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh,. The orc, the main orcs, going in for the head, the final kill shot, point blank range. Which I don't know if you should be that close with the bow and arrow, but um, but then Aragorn comes in, awesome badass fight. Is this what you were going to talk about, Alex? Yeah, there's a shot where Aragorn stabs the the lead orc in the leg, and then he pushes him off, and then he pulls that knife out of his leg and he throws it at Aragorn. Except after he licks it, yeah. Depending on which except- version you're watching. That's true. He was supposed to throw it off a bit to the side, and Aragorn was supposed to dodge, but it slipped out of his hand and it went straight for his face. So if Vigo hadn't had like cat-like reflexes and batted it out of the air with a sword, he might have gotten seriously hurt. You really batted that thing out? Yeah. Wow. That's a for, that's a for real thing. That's awesome. That's pretty rad. Yeah. And then I like that battle. It's so cool, but it's so quick too. Like those scenes happen, bam, 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 and then. Aragorn stabs him in the chest, and uh, he chops off his arm. And then he stabs him in the chest, and the orc just pulls it into him even deeper. He wants to bite, his, bite his face. And that, and that made a pulls it out, cuts his head off. That made a new trope to the whole pulling yourself further. Yeah, like that that became a thing after that. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and he goes to to Boromir, and there's the awesome speech. I don't yeah, know what strength is left within me, <laughs> <laughs> but I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see our people fall. <laughs> no, our city failed. Um, yeah, so Boromir dies after that great speech by Aragorn. <laughs> and, uh... Just kill me, Carlito. Look at me, man. I got a shit in a bag, man. Meanwhile, Frodo is just going to go across the river by himself. And Sam sees him. And, yeah, Sam, I'm doing it by myself. Of course you are, but I'm doing it with you. Yeah. And takes like four steps in the water and starts to drown. Yeah. And... So, so right before that, the other hobbits find him and they're like, "Come over here, Frodo." And they, Frodo's like shaking his head. And then Mary's like, "He's running away." Like, how the fuck would he know that? 
That was a small nitpick on my part. You just got a feeling. How do you yeah. know? How do you know? That's the moment, Scott, where Mary... Okay. Yeah. Okay, it. maybe. Oh, All right. Oh, that's that's Mary's moment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good Pippin yeah. still these cherry tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to finally wake up. With like an hour left in the nine hour saga. He's like, oh, cherry tomato eating guys. Shit, fucked that's up. gross. We're in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's right after the scene was... where, he, where he's talking to Gandalf about what, what death is like. Yeah, he was all happy <laughs> about that. So yeah, he pulls Sam out of the water. And he's like, I prayed a promise to Gandalf that I will never leave you, blah, blah, blah. That becomes the the bromance of the rest yeah, of the Yeah, and then that was one of, the, one of the... Maybe not the first time, but... they One of the many scenes where it looks like they're about to make out. <laughs> Sam's dripping wet, and they cross the river. Yeah, the, And then the, the fight is ending, basically. And they have a little funeral for... Um, Boromir, they put him in the boat and send him over the waterfall. You don't really, I don't, you don't really see it happening in the regular cut, where his horn is split perfectly in half. But you can see it in in the boat and in some of the shots when he's fighting. Hmm. Right, they... and that turns up later with Thor. Yeah. And you also, I didn't know this until the commentary that you see Aragorn putting on Boromir's gauntlets or wrist guard. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 That's pretty. And then Legolas is like, all right, we got to go get Merry and Pippin. And they're like, nope, they're going their own way. Then uh, the fellowship has been a failure. They're going to Frodo and we got to go after Frodo and what's his face? Samwise. He's like, no, we won't live. leave Merry and Pippin to their fate. Yeah. He had it backwards. Yeah, this is the okay. first time you actually see uh, Legolas and Gimli look at each other. We're both kind of on the same page for the first time. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let's go hunt Let's some go orc. Hunt some orc. Let's go hunt some orc. And that's a big cl- one of the best cliffhangers of movies. Just it sucks. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah, I guess they just start, they they just start running there. for weeks. Ended on yeah. a dramatic note. Yeah, yep. the best place to do it. So they're running off into the forest after Merry and Pippin, and you just see Sam and Frodo just continuing on their journey to Mount Doom. And uh, the end. Question mark. Enter Enya or whatever those <laughs> ladies that sing the music. I don't remember. It was Enya business, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. So before we're done here, um, I think we've done most of my notes I had. So we did favorite scenes, favorite hobbits. Notes. Uh, one of my uh, favorite uh, movie scores, whatever it's worth. Yeah, very that's good. Awesome. Howard Shore. All right, what is your who is your we did the favorite hobbit but if you had the pick of the entire fellowship who's your favorite member I'm gonna say Gimli so he's itching for a fight and red meat right off the bone <laughs> mine's Aragorn it's, yeah it's, it's gonna be Aragorn yeah eh, Gimli Aragorn yes. toss me they're all <laughs> don't tell the elf not a word hey we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about Aragorn's racism <laughs> what that's more in the next movie. What's your elves? I see. God damn it! I just eyes. Just eyes. <laughs> I don't say motherfucker. I don't say go make a fire with your human hands. <laughs> yeah, King Louis said that. What a racist. Yeah, All right, and then real quick, of the three, what's your favorite movie? Three movies. 
this is. Or do you want to save that until we've finished all three? Let's save it because it's a tough question for me. Yeah, it's rough. I kind of see them all as one movie, like Star Wars. Yeah, but you got something. All right, that's it. Anything else you guys want to add? This movie's nope. great. Go watch it. Can't believe if anybody's listening to this and you haven't seen it. Spoilers. <laughs> yes, and you know, and if you haven't seen it in a while, go back and watch it. it. It had been a few years for me, and with Game of Thrones, kind of you know that dark, grittier thing, and you go back to this, and it's it's still good. It holds up. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I should watch it again. It has been a long time. Even even with no incest and pregnant women getting <laughs> stabbed, oh, it still holds age. <laughs> All right, that's it. All right, let's do Neom News. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, I try to keep it quick. Um, I just got three things. Um, I saw X-Men Apocalypse. It was all right. I liked it. You're the only I, one I know that saw it. <laughs> I know the numbers weren't too good over the weekend, but um, I enjoyed it. So it's not the best movie. It's not Civil War, but it's on par with Batman v Superman. Probably better, but I like Batman v Superman, so I don't know. I'm a bad judgment, but... Um, yeah, go watch it. The I like the new versions, the young kids, you know, the new Cyclops and Storm and S- Jean Grey. Sansa. Yeah, Sansa. Her, her, I would say her accent kind of comes and goes throughout the movie. She's like an anti-Princess Leia or Carrie Fisher. <laughs> um, but it's really cool, I, I think. Hey, Raj. Hey, Raj. Um, People said like Jennifer Lawrence mailed it in. I thought she was all right. Like she was—that's the way her character was in this movie. So I don't know. I, I would recommend it. Um, like I mentioned before, I don't read comic books, but they hold. Everyone's been talking about this DC Rebirth thing, so I got that, and that's pretty good. I have them only halfway through, but it's pretty good. If you guys don't know, they're rebooting all again. I guess the new Fifty Two is done. Now they're doing this. And wow, it seems like comic books just constantly quick... rebooting now. Yeah, that's all they do is just reboot <laughs> yeah. at this point. So, um, I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> it's like the f- f- one version of the Flash. Flash, I think it's Wally West, is just kind of coming out of con- in a- different characters. And I think this one book is just kind of like all the different characters. And once this issue's over, it's going to okay, now by Batman Rebirth and Superman Rebirth and Wonder Woman Rebirth and Flash Rebirth and Green Arrow Rebirth and Green Lantern. But I don't know. Pretty interesting. I still, I'm not a huge comic reader, so I guess. I just don't get it, but um, and I'm continuing to play Doom. I still like it. It's have fun. Turn your brain off. Blah. So that's what I'm reading, playing, and watching. Done. Sweet. Alex. Uh, do you guys know uh, an artist by the name of Jeffrey Henderson? I nope. don't think so. He actually worked on story. Wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Is he related to Harry and the Hendersons? I think he might be his little brother. Is he related to Dave Henderson? I think he might be his older brother. Okay. I don't know who Dave Anders. Anyways, he worked on – he did storyboards with uh, Sam Raimi, and he was working on Spider-Man 4. And he just released some of his touched-up storyboards on his website, and they look pretty freaking amazing. And apparently, Bruce Campbell's cameo in this one was going to be as Mysterio, and Spider-Man just kind of brings in Mysterio as one of the jobber villains at the beginning that he, that he hands over to the cops, which I thought would have been awesome. But in this version of uh, the Untold Raimi Spider-Man, uh, the Vulture was going to be the main villain, and they wanted him to be like the the greatest villain that Spider-Man ever faced because everybody pretty much just scattered him as being old and decrepit, which is I think is 
might be what's happening with Spider-Man Homecoming. So That's the rumor, yeah. yeah. There you go. Don't know what, I'll link it here, and maybe if we do something on Facebook. <laughs> Not bloody likely. Yeah, we'll link it there, but they're really good storyboards. And by the way, just an in, in, industry insider tip, storyboards, when they're working on the movie, don't look nearly this good. They look good, but not this good. All right, anything else? Nope, that's my news. Scott. Uh, just a real quick shout-out to listener Daniel. Uh, he wanted me to tell you, Jeff, that he totally got your reference about leaving the garrison last week. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. It was something about Star Wars. I didn't get it. Oh, it would be unfortunate if I didn't leave a garrison? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't remember why I said it. I don't either, but he... All right, got, Daniel. He got your reference. So there's that. Um, a couple other quick tidbits. Uh, speaking of comics, uh, the latest rumor du jour is that uh, Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Carol Danvers, uh, they're eyeballing uh, Brie Larson. Oh, yeah. I read about this. Uh, Seen this? Read about this? Yeah, we had this. Read this. She, so she's, she's a... She's a great actress. Uh, we'll see where we go from here. Um, I have no opinion on this because I don't know much about Captain Marvel. Uh, I, I do know that Captain Marvel is supposed to be a little bit older than Brie Larson, so that might be a little weird, but whatever. Just know uh, that's where Rogue got her powers from. She sapped Captain Marvel's mm-hmm. power completely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there's that. Uh, we talked about this before, but it looks like uh, James Cameron has a hard-on for two things. Well, three things. Deep Titanic. diving, <laughs> yeah, underwater wrecks, uh, Avatar, right, and Battle Angel, Alita. Oh, uh, is, it, like, is he still trying to make that? Yeah, it looks like it was actually cast. Oh shit! Uh, some actress named Rose Salazar. Okay. But, so that's underway. That could be interesting. We'll see. Um, it's, it, it basically seems like what what was that James Cameron TV series with uh, Jessica Alba? Uh, Dark Angel. Yeah, this it's, this kind of seems like the movie version of that. <laughs> so we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Uh, well, this, you know, he's not directing it though. It's just no, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, it's Robert oh, Rodriguez. But sweet. It's, but it's uh, his baby. Skippy kids. Right. Uh, cool. Because I do love I do love that movie. The original. A uh, callback to last week. Um, I had mentioned uh, Maleficent, and Jeff had asked, you know, whether it was good or bad that Disney's remaking these classics. Well, it was just announced that the Mary Poppins sequel is oh, definitely shit, underway. Uh, supposed to, supposed to. Wait, are, they gonna make it a, are they going to make it a cartoon with the real penguins? I don't know. How it's going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome, though. <laughs> Train a bunch of penguins for the next two years, and then get them. Get... Anyways. Uh, so Mary Poppin returns is the tentative title. She got sucked uh, into that airplane engine. Yeah, that was Sherry Bobbins. Oh, <laughs> she's a completely original character like Ronald Rouse or Mickey Muck. Can I be a booze hound? Not till you're 18. I thought it was 16. But anyways, uh, you're probably right. So... Mary Poppins is coming back. She's landing, as it were. Uh, <laughs> I guess the tentative plot is that it's 20 years later, and Mary Poppins is actually helping out the kids now who have their own problems and their own kids. 
So we'll see how it goes. It's supposed to star Emily Blunt. Is the it's kind of it's kind of like Fuller House, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds exactly like Fuller. House. She's gonna land in San Francisco. Jiggle. How rude! Magic powers. Uh, and yeah, that's all my movie news. Okay, um, now we're, we're getting long here. Do you guys even want to do Game of Thrones? Uh, no, we'll combine it next week because there wasn't a lot of action beats, as it were. There's a lot to go over, but nothing. Wait, let's let's wait. I guess you yeah. pick a shitty movie like Kung Pao if you want to do Game of Thrones. Oh, I've got a shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that wraps up. Well, yeah, we'll do two episodes next week. Of we'll we'll catch up on Game of Thrones next week. That wraps up this week. Scott, what are we talking about? So we're gonna dip our toes back into the uh, mid late '80s, early '90s actioner. Oh yeah, genre with Shane Black vehicle, The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, shit, I'm gonna have to rewatch this again. Yeah, All I've right. seen this once. Get it done. Uh, you know the, the bullets. Right. You know the kind that trade. Oh, this movie's so horrible. Yeah, <laughs> fucking last boys get. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be when darkness falls.